Hey, Fidelity. How can I remember to invest every month? With the Fidelity app, you can choose a schedule and set up recurring investments in stocks and ETFs. Huh, that sounds easier than I thought. You got this. Yeah, I do. Now, where did I put my keys? You will find them where you left them. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE SIPC. Picture this. It's Saturday morning and you're on your John Deere compact tractor. You're effortlessly breaking ground on your new landscaping project. Next, you're moving piles of rocks just by moving a lever. And now, you're enjoying the warmth of the sun as you clear brush across your pasture. We could keep trying to put you in the moment, but to really understand everything you can do with a John Deere compact tractor, you just have to get in the seat. Learn more at johndeere.com slash get in the seat or visit a dealer near you. Hello, friends, and thanks for downloading another weekly episode of the Money Girl Podcast. My name is Laura Adams. I'm a personal finance author, speaker, and spokesperson who's been writing and hosting this show since 2008. My most recent publication, Debt-Free Blueprint, How to Get Out of Debt and Build a Financial Life You Love, is available as a paperback or ebook. And if you're used to the sound of my voice by now and used to listening to podcasts, you might like the audiobook version. I narrate it, and you can pick up the audiobook version at audible.com. Let's kick off the show with a couple of your questions. Hi, Laura. This is Kathy. I'm calling from Florida. I have a question about Roth IRA. I am 69 years old. Um, Can I start a Roth IRA? And if so, would there be any restrictions on me starting at this late date? I'm 69, but I'm still working and earning a living, and I would love to get your advice. Thank you. Well, hello, Kathy from Florida. Thank you for calling in your question. Interestingly, I received an opposite sort of IRA question from another podcast listener named Adrian V. He's looking for information about using a Roth IRA much earlier in life. His email says, On your podcast, you mentioned the benefits of a Roth IRA. I want to open one for my 10-year-old daughter. I understand that she must have earned income in order to qualify. She'll be doing babysitting and dog walking and probably won't earn more than about $1,000 per year. How can I document her income to avoid any trouble with the IRS? These are fantastic questions that I'm going to answer in this podcast. A Roth IRA is definitely one of the most flexible, terrific types of retirement accounts if you understand the rules. We're going to cover what seniors and the parents of minors need to know about using a Roth retirement account the right way. But if you are neither a senior nor a minor nor a parent, Don't worry, there's going to be plenty of information here for you two to help you understand Roth IRAs and all the complex rules that come with them so you can use them to your advantage. This is episode number 595 called, Can Minors and Seniors Have a Roth IRA? All right, so we'll start out by reviewing some important information about traditional and Roth accounts that apply to anyone over age 70 and a half whether you're still working or not. 
Traditional retirement accounts allow you to skip paying tax on contributions and the investment earnings in the account until you decide to take withdrawals in retirement. Roth accounts have the opposite taxation because you must pay tax upfront on your Roth contributions. However, you can withdraw both contributions and earnings completely tax-free in retirement from a Roth and particularly from a Roth IRA if you've owned that account for at least five years. With most retirement accounts, you must begin taking withdrawals by April 1 of the year after you reach age 70 and a half. These are called required minimum distributions or RMDs for short. The idea is that you kind of catch up paying tax with the government with these required minimum distributions. And once you start taking RMDs from a retirement account, you can no longer make any new contributions to it. But with a Roth IRA, there are no RMDs. You do not have to take any money out of a Roth IRA if you don't want to. You can use it as an estate planning tool by passing it along to your heirs as a tax-free inheritance if you like. Plus, you can continue making contributions to a Roth IRA after reaching age 70 and a half. For 2019, you can contribute up to $5,500 to either a traditional or a Roth IRA or even a combination of the two. And if you're over age 50, you can contribute up to $6,500 to either type of account. But as I mentioned, once you're over age 70 and a half, you can only make new contributions to a Roth IRA. But there is a big sticking point that can put a Roth IRA out of reach for some people. The issue is that it comes with an annual income limit that might eliminate or even reduce the amount that you can contribute. So here are the 2019 income thresholds to qualify for a Roth IRA, no matter your age. So we'll start with those who file taxes as a single. If your modified adjusted gross income is higher than $137,000, you cannot contribute any money to a Roth IRA. And if you earn a little less than that, if you earn from $122,000 up to $137,000, a contribution is still allowed, but it's going to be less than the $5,500 or $6,500 limits that I mentioned. Now, if you're married and you file taxes jointly, you cannot contribute to a Roth IRA when your household's joint modified adjusted gross income exceeds $203,000. If you and your spouse earn from $193,000 up to $203,000, then your contribution limit is allowed, but it's going to be reduced. If you're a senior like Kathy, who's still working, there are other Roth accounts that don't have annual income limits. Again, the Roth IRA is the only type of retirement account that limits participation based on your income. You might have an employer that offers a Roth 401k or a Roth 403b. Neither of these accounts lock you out based on income. And if you're self-employed, you might be able to contribute to a solo Roth 401k no matter how much you earn. Additionally, the annual contribution limits for workplace and self-employed accounts are a lot higher than they are for IRAs. For 2019, you can contribute up to $19,000 or up to $25,000 if you're over age 50, which allows you to save a whole lot more for retirement. 
The only drawback to using a Roth at work or as a business owner is that they are subject to the RMD rules starting after age 70 and a half, even though the withdrawals are not taxable. Again, the Roth IRA is the only account that does not have RMDs. But I will say that if you are still working for an employer, After age 70 and a half, you may be able to delay taking RMDs from a Roth account at work. You just need to check with your employer. Every plan is a little bit different. And once you leave an employer or you decide to retire, it's actually pretty easy to avoid those RMDs on a Roth at work and to just continue making contributions by rolling over your workplace Roth to a Roth IRA. So if you've got a Roth at work, it makes it really easy to move it into a Roth IRA after you leave or retire and continue making contributions. Because remember, the Roth IRA has no RMDs and there's no age limit for making contributions. I'm really glad that Kathy asked this question because a lot of people think that Roth contributions are only good for young people. Well, they're great for older people, too, for all of these reasons that I'm reviewing. A Roth allows seniors to make investments and then take those as tax-free income. That's a really nice benefit to have when you may be living on less income in retirement or simply just want to spend more of your income enjoying life instead of paying taxes. Another benefit is that Roth withdrawals are not counted in income calculations that determine other benefits, like how much you have to pay on your Social Security retirement income and Medicare premiums. So getting back to Kathy's question, the answer is a definite yes. You can start a Roth IRA. The only restriction is the annual income limit that I reviewed. But if you earn less than the threshold for your tax filing status, you can max out a Roth IRA every single year. The only downside to opening a Roth IRA later rather than sooner in life is the five-year rule. This is a rule that requires you to own a Roth IRA for at least five years before withdrawing the earnings portion of the account. However, you can withdraw your original contributions from a Roth IRA at any time without tax consequences. So if Kathy qualifies for a Roth IRA based on her income, I would encourage her to open one as soon as possible. That starts the clock and reduces the likelihood that she could be restricted from withdrawing her earnings from the account due to a waiting period. If all this talk of traditional and Roth and IRA and workplace account is getting a little confusing, I would encourage you to download a resource that I created called the Retirement Account Comparison Chart. It's a very handy one-page PDF that spells out everything you need to know about retirement accounts. You can get it in the notes for this show, which is in the Money Girl section at quickanddirtytips.com, or you can get this resource by sending me a text message. Text the word RETIRE to the number 33444, and you can download this resource and even review it right now while you listen to the show for more clarification. Money Girl is sponsored by Claritin. If you're like me and you suffer from allergies, you know this time of year can be pretty rough. There's a lot of sneezing, itchy eyes, congestion, 
and they can really hold you back from living the life you want to live. Luckily, for those with allergies, you can live Claritin Clear with Claritin D. This is a product designed for serious allergy sufferers. It's got two ingredients in one pill that relieve allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combo of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant relieves all the symptoms that you suffer. And what I love about Claritin D is that it starts working in as little as 30 minutes. Plus, it's non-drowsy, so you can still make the most of your day. I can take Claritin D and then get on the mic and record a podcast without being too congested. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Is this house a good price compared to others in the area? Are prices going up or down? If I don't make an offer right this very moment, will I miss my chance? These are just some of the questions a home buyer might ask. And these are the sorts of questions an agent who is a Realtor can help answer. Because Realtors have the expertise, data, and access to specialty training to help you navigate the process of buying a home. They provide support, guidance, and have your back every step of the way. That's what Realtors do, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. At Capella University, you'll get support from people who care about your success. From before you enroll to after you graduate, pursue your goals knowing help is available when you need it. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. All right, now we're going to switch gears and address Adrian's question about opening a Roth IRA for his 10-year-old daughter. Adrian, I love that you're thinking ahead. Many people don't even realize that kids can have a retirement account. Let me give you a really great scenario. Imagine that you help your child put $500 in an IRA every year from age 10 to 20. Even if he or she never contributes another penny to the account after age 20, once they're 65, assuming an 8% average return, their account would be worth close to $250,000. If your child did continue to make annual contributions of $500 per year from age 20 to age 65, his or her IRA would be worth about $425,000. And if they could contribute $1,000 per year starting at age 20, there'd be more than $600,000 in the account. Try $5,000 a year contribution. Their account would exceed $2 million in retirement. But if you don't get started until middle age and you've only got 20 years to go before retirement, you would have to invest more than $13,000 per year to accumulate $600,000 in your IRA. So the more time your money can grow, the easier it is to build wealth. And if parents like Adrian have a little foresight, they can put a child on the right path by showing them that when you make investing a habit, it's actually very easy to create financial independence. But parents have to follow a few rules when it comes to the Roth IRA. So, Adrian, I'm very glad that you asked this question. The main hurdle that you and your child have got to jump in order to qualify for a retirement account is receiving taxable income. Your child can contribute as much as he or she earns per year 
up to the annual limit of $5,500. For instance, if your child earns $2,000 working a summer job, the most that you can contribute to an IRA on his or her behalf for the tax year is $2,000. But the tricky part about IRAs for minors is that their earned income must be documented. That means that you can't fund an IRA for an infant or a toddler who can't legitimately earn income, nor can you pay an eight-year-old a cash allowance for household chores and call it income for the purposes of an IRA without proper documentation. You also cannot pay kids an outrageous rate, like giving your teen $1,000 to wash your car and then put it in an IRA. So let's review what Adrian and every parent needs to know to make sure that you comply with IRS rules for your son or daughter's future Roth IRA. Kids must earn an allowable type of income, and these include wages, tips, commissions, scholarship payments, and self-employment income. Now, you'll notice that I didn't include interest income or investment income. Those are great to have, but they do not count as income for the purposes of an IRA. Documenting income is going to depend on how your child is paid. Older kids might have a part-time job during the school year or full-time during the summer. If they receive a paycheck with taxes deducted, that makes it really easy to document their earnings. But what about kids like Adrian's daughter who will likely get paid in cash for doing things like babysitting, dog walking, shoveling snow, that kind of stuff, or kids who receive a Form 1099 at the end of the year? Well, as I mentioned, self-employment income does qualify minors for an IRA. But here's the important part about this. For a child's self-employment income to count toward IRA eligibility, you or your child, if they're old enough, must file an annual tax return. You're going to use Schedule C or Schedule C Easy to report the income and any related expenses for your child's business as a sole proprietor. His or her net amount of income or their loss gets entered on Form 1040. That's the United States Income Tax Return Form. And no matter your age, if your business earns $400 or more, you must also pay the self-employment tax. That covers Social Security and Medicare, and you have to use Schedule SE that stands for self-employment. You have to use that form to cover the self-employment tax. I know, all this paperwork may seem like a hassle, especially if your child isn't going to make much more than $1,000 a year. But filing taxes is the lawful way to handle the income and the only way to prove that a child qualifies for an IRA. Additionally, Adrian, I'm going to encourage you to keep very detailed records, such as a spreadsheet that lists the date, type of work, and the amount paid to the child. So there's no question about the legitimacy of the income. Even though your child must have earned income to justify IRA contributions, what actually gets deposited into the account does not have to come from his or her money. In other words, it doesn't matter where the money for a kid's IRA contribution comes from as long as it does not exceed the amount that your child earned during the tax year. So let's say that Adrian's daughter does make $1,000 this year. 
Adrian could let her keep the money and put up to $1,000 of his own money into the account on her behalf. IRA contributions can be made at any time during the tax year up to the following April 15th. An IRA for a minor is known as a custodial IRA or a guardian IRA, and it's easy to open at most major banks, brokerages, and investment companies. The account will be in your child's name, but you or another adult will manage it until your child turns 18 or 21 in some states. Just like with a regular IRA, the financial institution may require a minimum amount to get started, such as $50 or $100. Kids can also have a traditional IRA. However, they typically don't earn enough money to benefit from the upfront tax deduction that you get with a traditional IRA. So a Roth IRA gives minors the best tax advantages. If you want to review some of these ideas or learn a little bit more about a Roth, I've done other shows on this topic. You might want to refer to podcast number 530 called Seven Simple Reasons to Invest in a Roth IRA or a Roth 401k. There's also podcast number 591 called Five Key Roth Retirement Rules You Should Know. In addition to the tax benefits of a Roth IRA for minors, they offer more spending flexibility than a traditional IRA. As I previously mentioned, you can tap a Roth IRA before retirement without penalty. That means that you can use a portion of a Roth IRA to pay for college, travel, or anything your child may need or want. But of course, it's always better not to make withdrawals from a retirement account so we can grow as much as possible. The sooner you instill the importance of making saving a habit, the better off your child's finances will be for life. Kathy and Adrian, thank you so much for your questions. If you have a question or comment, just call 302-364-0308 to leave your message or send me an email using my contact page at lauradadams.com. And I've mentioned this in previous shows, but I'm offering a huge summer special discount of 85% off for podcast listeners who enroll in either of my online classes. I have one about debt and one about credit, but you have to do this before June 21st. If you want to get the discount, just send me a text. Text the phrase summer money with no space. Again, S-U-M-M-E-R. M-O-N-E-Y to the number 33444. Or you can email me using my contact page at lauradadams.com. I really hope you'll take advantage of this discount and join hundreds of folks who have taken my classes and are now getting out of debt, building credit, and on the road to living a richer life. And if you'd like to get weekly updates from me, text get updates. Text that phrase, get updates to that same number, 33444, and you will be signed up for my email. And if you're not into email, another great way to stay in touch is to follow me on Instagram at Laura D. Adams or join my private Facebook group called Dominate Your Dollars. You can search for it on Facebook or text dollars, D-O-L-L-A-R-S, to that same number, 33444. 
Money Girl is produced by the audio wizard Steve Rickyberg with editorial support from Karen Hertzberg. If you've been enjoying the podcast, we want you to rate and review it on Apple Podcasts. That's such an easy way to give back and show your support. We would really appreciate it. You might also like the backlist episodes and show notes that are always available at quickanddirtytips.com. That's all for now. I'll talk to you next week. Until then, here's to living a richer life. Is this house a good price compared to others in the area? Are prices going up or down? If I don't make an offer right this very moment, will I miss my chance? These are just some of the questions a home buyer might ask. And these are the sorts of questions an agent who is a Realtor can help answer. Because Realtors have the expertise, data, and access to specialty training to help you navigate the process of buying a home. They provide support, guidance, and have your back every step of the way. That's what Realtors do, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.